Two Recruiters, One Mike. A podcast brought to you by Talent United, where we talk about business, people, and the business of people. That's Dion Hart. And that is Gary Banks. This is the radio. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Recruiters, One Mike podcast, our final episode for the year. And on the fifth take of trying to start this recording, I'm happy to say that it is our final one for the year. Across the table from me, my overly sleep-deprived, possibly still inebriated soccer World Cup final-watching buddy, Gary Banks. Resplendent in an Argentina jersey, I might add. Well... The great victory from the great man, the old Messi. And and I'm being Messi, that's for sure. You look like... uh, You look like a football fan. Yeah. And... uh, you also sound like someone who was up all night watching the football and possibly drinking, although you tell no, me that's not no, the case. Not, not drinking, no, definitely just uh, sleep deprivation. Uh, and as I said to you today, how are you going to be with that? I said, I'll be messy, but is it going to be with an eye or is it going to be with an eye? <laughs> that's the question. Well, you're not, to, I bet there's a lot of people around who are in far worse shape than you. So that's on sure. behalf of our entire team here, I'm glad that that is the case. Yes, very much so. And so, which made us, you know, we're thinking of. Uh, what our topic's going to be for our podcast today, and so it was it was a little bit unusual in its uh, invention today, and in that I was potentially looking at trying to do a whole podcast with just song lyrics, and I thought that would be an awesome thing to try and achieve, but uh, that was shot down. That sounds like something that would be very painful to listen to. It probably would More be. so. But I did get a little win in that uh, we managed to rope in some song lyrics from uh, from Christmas time, so we are recording this uh, the week before Christmas, uh, and one of you know my faves, and probably a lot of people have their faves, Christmas song, "Happy Christmas War Is Over," by John Lennon, uh, the great another great Scouser, yeah, one of, another one of the wonderful things to come from the city of Liverpool, along with their football team, and uh, and so we've entitled this one after the first line of the song, which is, and so this is Christmas. So what have you done? So that's how we're going to attack things from today. Fantastic. Well, what have you done? Well, uh, it's another year over and a new one's just begun. Although, again, I was told I can't go and you sing. Tell me you're not going to answer something. everything I say with yes. this Christmas lyric. No, I'm not. But we thought rather than just me and us and talk about what, what would happen there, um, we would go along the lines of... I'll tell you what you haven't done. Put your phone on <laughs> silent. <laughs> This is all part of the. What is wrong? You are running. Oh, if you were a V8 supercar, you'd be running on about a cylinder and a half well, at the moment, and, I reckon. And still leading Absolute the field, that's, the, that's the question. So there you go. Um, yeah, so it's not so much what we would do, but it, it's just general tips. And this is probably more for business owners um, as to what are you doing this time of the year. Uh, and so, with, you know, with reference to that line, so it's Christmas now, what have you done? We're throwing Pauline around, our, our office manager and uh, an all-round legend, Jess, thought that maybe that's a good time for reflection. Um, so at Christmas time, you've got through most of the, of the year, it's ref, it's now reflecting back to so what what have you actually done? And you know, people look at this, I guess, probably one of two ways, and I think you should really look at it both of those ways, right. but don't get bogged into it. So the first one is reflecting on uh, your successes. Right. And celebrating your successes. How do you think we would go about that then, Dion, to celebrate how would, successes? Oh, well, how would we go about it, or how would, should most people go yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, well, that's probably two separate Because they might be different. Um, 
So you're asking me how I would yeah. celebrate our successes yeah. or what are our successes? Yeah, well, again, firstly, you want to know what they are. I mean, did you have clearly defined goals at the start of the year as to what this year would look like? And so you go, well, okay, this is, this is where I've achieved success. Or are you looking back and you go, okay, well, over the course of the year, this is what I've achieved and this is what I should feel proud of. And you should take, I think, you spend so much time, we talked about at work and, and particularly if you're an owner of a business and particularly if it's a small business and you're running it and doing a lot of those jobs yourself, you've got to probably take that time to, to celebrate those wins along the way. Um, we, we actually had a, uh, we were doing some training uh, recently for recruitment and the guy who is a national trainer talked about when he asks recruiters what uh, do they define a good day as being. Right. And invariably, um, that is when they make a placement. So that's a really good day. But with most recruiters, that might be anywhere from a dozen to sort of 30 days in the year. A year, yeah, so that's right. by that definition, is every other day not successful? So what you have to do is, again, do what our, our Chief Operating Officer Jess says and uh, celebrate those successes along the way. And certainly at this time, now is the time to look back at a collection of those successes and go, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm proud of what I've done. Let's go and celebrate that. How many people do you reckon who are running a small business really have sat down and at the start of the year and put down some goals on paper about, quantifiable goals down on paper about where they wanted to be? I think, uh, I don't know the exact Not answer, enough. But I reckon that's exactly what I was saying. The, the real answer is not enough. Yeah. And that's really what you need to do. And I guess that's probably part of we'll explore a little bit later in this, this conversation about, okay, what is a better practice to do? So even if you haven't set that down and you know, said so you, you would still have a rough idea of what you wanted it to be and what you wanted it to look like. And if it looks like anything like that, you, hey, you probably yourself. had a good year. You yeah, probably you, had a pretty good year. Pretty good year. And particularly after coming off, depending on what you were in, a couple of fairly average years with COVID yeah. uh, being around, it, it probably is a good time to, to celebrate that. So if you still are at work, <laughs> maybe you're celebrated by having yeah, maybe, early yeah, month, <laughs> maybe you've had that good a year, you're sitting on the beach in Noosa. It could well be. But if you are not, that that's probably one of the things to celebrate. So celebrate, if not those small successes along the way, the, the culmination of where they end up, um, and, and to give yourself a bit of a pat on the back. Um, from the flip side, though, uh, there's and there is where you perhaps look at your and we use the word perceived failures because hey, you're still alive, your business is still going. You know, it, it's even if it hasn't been what you wanted it to be. It's certainly not all doom and gloom, but this is probably not a bad time to actually reflect on those and go, you know, what could we have done differently? What could we have done better? Yeah, I think the the timing, I think probably the timing of it, yes, that's one thing, because a lot of, again, depending on what you're in, a lot of businesses do get to wind down a bit at this time of year, but I think more, more importantly than the timing is how you approach looking at the things that you see are you know, failures or, which I don't think is a great term at all, but, you know, it makes the point. But the the, the shortcomings or the, the areas where you thought you might be at a certain point and you're not, I think it's, it, I think it's really important to look at, to be mindful of how you look at those things and don't go down a path of, you know, beating yourself up about potentially not being where, you, where you've been because unless you're in, you know, unless you're in a pretty small, one of a very small sector of industry where COVID has, you know, helped 
commercially, uh, and it's been another bloody hard year. There's no doubt about it. So if you're not exactly where you want to be, you know, don't beat yourself up too much. Yeah, and funny, it's only a year. Often the people that are doing the, the beating up of themselves are those that have, have sat down at the start of the year and done these goals and maybe set... Well, you probably of, have to. If yeah. you, in order to hold yourself accountable for where you're not, you needed to know where you wanted to be. That's right. And, and, and maybe you were potentially a little bit aggressive or uh, buoyant or over-enthusiastic in your goal setting. And maybe you were trying to make up for the last couple of years by saying, well, let's just try and cram that all Yeah, possibly. And so you're looking at what... You know, the figures and targets and whatever it is that you're measuring yourself on that you've set yourself and you know you haven't reached them but they might have been because they were potentially Not unreachable in the first yeah. place so you know maybe it's a, a, a tiered type system where you to look at is here's your stretch target this is what you know what we think is a minimum performance standard and then somewhere in between is you know is what you achieve you know, what you're really looking to achieve and you know Again, as long as you're above that minimum performance standard, you're still in business, you're still working. Yet things won't work as great as they could have been. Right, what can we do to do better next time? Yeah, I think that's the other. That's the other important thing is if you're gonna, if you if you have not, um, if you've not got to where you want to be this year, I think it's important that you don't be too savage on yourself. But I think it's also important to to set the right goals for next year too, and understand. And be really honest about were they were my goals for this year were they too big, like or am I you know because otherwise you're going well were they too big or am I just a loser who can't get this done right and that's obviously we don't want people thinking that but you know were they were they too big or were they right but maybe some other factor got in the way because uh, if they were right then you kind of use that as a basis for okay what do I want next year because you don't want to go year on year on year on year failing failing to hit. The goals that you set for yourself. Yeah. At some point, you might someone might have to come to the realization that well, what I'm expecting of myself is too much. Yeah. So I need to pull that back a bit and actually enjoy the success of hitting a goal rather than chasing something that was un- unachievable right from the get go and feeling like you know a waste of space yeah. again for another year. Yeah, and it's, it's also how you're measuring. And again, if you're a small business and you're just trotting along by yourself. And you're doing. Where are you getting your data or your figures from? That you're comparing. If this is a good year yeah. or a bad year, are you part of some industry group that you can look and bounce it off other colleagues? And we're quite fortunate in being members of the global group that we're we're alongside. We can. We've always got peers that we can speak to and go, "Hey, these are the numbers that we're looking at. Do you think that they're right or not? Do you have an external coach or an internal coach or somebody like that that you can run all of this up the flagpole with?" Um, or, or you just you know plucking figures from what you know to be the case. Well, then, is that you just doing that because that's the way we've always done it? And if that's the case, well, maybe there's a, a, another rethink that needs to be done altogether there as well. So, yeah, again, look back at it. Don't yeah, look at the matters. If if you are thinking the word failure, it's really a perceived failure, but probably don't beat yourself up too much. Um, so the the part of this podcast is we're saying that it is you know. Yeah, this is Christmas, what have you done? We're not quite at Christmas yet. It's not until Sunday. So what can you still do? Uh, and then we've got, if you are still at work and, and you, you've got some days to go, you know, these are, these are the tricky ones that sometimes people just think it's just, you know, dead wood just floating along yeah. for this time. So try and do something to make that run into to Christmas, you know, achievable. Um, so that, that might be... 
and look at, I guess, what you need to need to do. I mean, if, certainly if you're somebody that's in the retail sector or selling B to C type type business, this is very There's probably very little you can do it's except just, your core job. Yeah, yeah, and just sell the the crap. But if you're talking about, you know, you're in some sort of professional service, you're providing a service that might not be doing all that much around this time of year because people are winding down or leaving. Then let's let's look at those tasks. Let's look at the things that you know they might be maybe a more strategic matter. It could be things that you know uh, you just have been putting off forever, um, and you think, well, this now is a good time yeah. to, to to get to it and, and get that out the door so it's gone and finalised and, and not to be considered of over the holiday. Yeah, Those like you say, unless you're in retail, there's probably most people listening. Uh, have at some point during the year said, oh, I, I, I want to do that or I know I have to do that, but um, I just can't find the time. I just, I'm chasing my tail all the time. I'm flat out. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I can't find the time. Well, maybe this week is the, maybe this week and the first week of January, maybe that's the time to do some of those, you know, some of those things that you've put off all year since yeah. you said you'd do them last Christmas. <laughs> that's right. Look, we find certainly in our, our space where you know, there's a decision maker that needs to be made to make a decision to employ somebody or not, a lot of those people aren't around, so maybe let's do the tasks that don't involve you know, communication with that. But then conversely, if you have got those and they are live and they're ready to happen, so you've got something where it's in front of a decision maker um, and it's, a, well, let's try and get it finished before the end of this week rather than let it roll over because you know, there is an old saying that, that time kills all deals and that can be true over time. So if, if there's no real reason why it has to be delayed until next year, try and get try and bring things to a fore. Try and get it happening. You, you find most people, again, we were talking on the recruiting side of things, either sides of the party, their availability, there certainly is availability there because the expectation of where they're working is now is that not everybody has to be there all the time. So we can get these sort of, these meetings happening over this, this week. And if you can do that, you know, I would certainly uh, suggest that that's something you should try to do as much as possible. Um, I also just picked up on what you were saying uh, from before there, Dion, and I'm glad you said it because you said to do it now this week or to do it the first week of the new year. Yeah. And you didn't say do that in between Christmas and, and the new year, did True. you? No, I didn't. And was there any reason why you said that? Because I'm sick of you and your opinions on whether people should work between Christmas and New Year. And it's not just and, me. And all the people in the office who support you are out at the moment. So don't look around and try <laughs> ah, and find right, someone to chime in. So, so, so that we had this, uh, dear listeners, we had this uh, conversation just last week. And Dion uh, finds it hard to switch off at times and was looking to try and just get things done between that sort of Christmas to to New Year period when really there's no real need for that to happen. And the, the, the one thing that we are looking at is whether you need to get stuff happening this week or whether you're trying to look to do stuff planning in the new year, give yourself a break. Like everybody deserves a break. Even yeah. you, Dion. Cut, it down, you to, deserve cut it down to a, a half an hour a day. Yeah, no, you cut it out altogether as opposed to just, look, there's, we're even looking at potential you know, digital detoxes and get there where you just, you, you, you're not, you're certainly not checking emails, uh, but if you can keep off most things to do with work, just out of it, just for a few days. Yeah, yeah, so you, yeah you you're right. Have a recharge of the batteries, and you know, burnout is is a real thing. The, the problem is that you know, people say, "Oh, it's great, I'll have a break over Christmas," but they don't actually have a break. And then when they have the time when they could have a break, 
they're probably partying and celebrating. So they come back in worse shape yeah. than they actually were. Yeah. So there's no recharging of the batteries whatsoever. You know, read the book, lie on the beach, lie by the pool, spend some time with the family, you know, just whatever it is that needs that recharge, do it. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, as our, our business coach, Mark Creedon, always says, spend time with the ones who matter the most. Thank you. I think, that's it. I think that's it. And Something I, like that, yeah. I don't, I don't, so obviously I don't, uh, I don't matter that much. I won't see you at all that week, yeah. that's for sure. Well, that's okay. That's okay. No, I'm sure your family would be happy with that. So, yeah, do that Do that recharge. And then, you know, but make it real. Like, don't kid yourself that you're actually uh, having a break if you're not. So, you know, recharge the batteries as much as you can. And then, you know, again, for this week, which might roll into next, next year, maybe start setting those seeds I don't think it's really a good time to go and do like a full-on strategic days and all that sort of stuff at the moment because people do have other things on their mind and you know they're probably not in that right headspace for it. But you can maybe start setting the seeds uh, for what's going to happen next and just get some thoughts down to be addressed at a, a later stage yeah. in, the, in the new year. Um, certainly with us, one of the things we're looking at is some new processes on things, so we're going to get that the, the start of that happening. Let it sort of germinate over the, the couple of weeks when until uh, we come back, and then you know attack it fresh in the new year. So that's certainly the, the other thing that you can look to do in this in this time leading up. Yeah, I think it's about I don't know for me it's about I think it's about um, just being uh, being mindful of the well I'm mindful of the fact that you know the week so this week so the week leading up to Christmas and there's a lot of people who probably take a week to start getting the year running. Um, and for a lot of people, that's really necessary. But if you add those two weeks together, that's two weeks out of a year. That's not an, that's not an insignificant amount of the year. So if you, can, um, if you can take advantage of those two weeks, and as I said before, maybe do some stuff that you wouldn't otherwise do or you don't normally have the time to do, then that that can be a pretty good use of that those two weeks. Yeah, as long as you've got that recharge in the, in the, in the middle. You know, so I remember there was, uh, they used to say years ago, and this is sort of a little bit tongue-in-cheek, you never give somebody three weeks off work if they're a dedicated worker because they'll spend the first week of that holidays um, you know, just going over in their head or finalising things that they hadn't got to. They spend the, the middle week, uh, and they spend the week before coming back, getting ready to ramp yeah. up and, and then you go. But if it's that, it's that week in the middle where they actually sit down and start thinking about things, and one of those things might be, oh, maybe I need to look for another job because it's just spending <laughs> two, two out of the three weeks that I've got off working on that job, so I'm not really getting much time off. Right. So that, that's, you know, the old days are sort of easy to say, yeah, don't get three weeks holiday in a row because that's what happens. But, right. Um, you know, we're, we're suggesting that maybe spending that time as a downtime and contemplating, you know, what you're doing, what's, what's in it for you next year, where am I going, is probably not a bad thing. Yeah, I think just con- as long as you're consciously um, focusing that time on, you know, winding down, um, that's that's really the key thing. But, you know, for some people that – look, it, uh, we were just talking before we come on here, like it, you can't really talk about what people should do because for some people, you know, they don't want to wind down. Like, you know, they probably, <laughs> they probably need to, but winding down for them might not be the best thing. For some people it's – you know, going away, other people, the thought of going out and out and about amongst holiday traffic was the worst thing in the world. So just I think as long as you're being mindful of what it is that you need and what might benefit you and your frame of mind over the break, that's, you know, more or less, unless it's something that's really sort of self-destructive, like 
you know, the last week and a half that you've had, uh, then just do that. Oh, I'm just looking forward to now being able to have normal sleep patterns at the, uh, the World Cup is over. And uh, yeah, on that, yeah, look out for the, for the blog posts on uh, the, the World Cup and wrapping it up coming out uh, this week as well. The, the world is waiting with bated breath, I'm sure guys, on your World Cup update. I'm sure it is. As they do every four years. There you go. Let the tradition continue, that's what I say. So, so that's, it's, that's about it. So it's about, yeah, okay, well, what have you done? Have a look at it. Look at what your successes are. Celebrate them. Yeah, don't be too hard on yourself on where you haven't quite achieved. Nail off the stuff you can get done this week. Put some seeds in place for, for next year. Bloody well have a break. And then you know, bloody well have a break, and then we'll see you uh, at the other side of uh, of the uh, of the year. And we'll uh, continue on the uh, two recruiters one mic podcast. Absolutely, thank you for uh, thanks for tuning in. It's been a it's been a good uh, it's been a good experience for Gaz and I. It's been fun. We've learned we're learning as we go, and hopefully, um, hopefully, some of the advice that we've given has been helpful to people. And as we said from the outset, this is not the we are not two experts talking. We're just two people who do a job that is, you know, based on people and recruiting. We do it every day and we just share some of the things we see that we think should be done and should not be done. And if you can implement some of those things and make your life or your work better, uh, then happy days. And if not, then that's cool too. Yeah. And look out for next year where we get completely controversial on everything we do. So. <laughs> is that what we're doing, is it? Oh, look, who knows? This is part of the sleep deprivation. We just had that idea. I think you should probably go and lie on the couch. I think I should too. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe so we can reach more people. And don't forget, if you want to submit a question for our Talent Bites section, you can do so on our website, tworecruitersonemike.com. See you next time.